Welcome to Metro 30, the Metro Monthly's weekly conversation with the community. Welcome to Metro 30. I'm your host, Mark Paco. Today we have Linda Barton in the studio. Linda is the owner of Sweet Memories Vintage Tees, which had secured the rights to produce logo wear for the 100th anniversary of Good Humor. The ice cream company, which was founded at Youngstown, has a storied history and a lot of firsts. Tell us a little bit more about uh, Good Humor, Linda. Yeah, well, so, you know, um, when I heard that Good Humor was celebrating their, you know, 100 years in business and they were founded in Youngstown, I was really thrown back that um, I never heard of that before. And um, in researching Good Humor and, you know, their really awesome building that's downtown across from the Greyhound Station, um, I found out that uh, they were the first uh, company in America to invent ice cream on a stick. And there's some debate, you know, with popsicle and stuff like that. But um, but they also were the first uh, company to introduce the ice cream truck. So first ice cream trucks in America came from Youngstown. Um, you know, ice cream on a stick was founded in Youngstown. And it's just amazing that so much of our sweet memories founded in Youngstown and it's not uh, widely known. It's pretty amazing. Now, when you were doing research on good humor, what was your original intent? Well, originally, you know, um, cause I own a screen printing company. I was like, maybe I can, you know, get the contract to design their, you know, hundred year, you know, centennial t-shirts. And um, I, I contacted Unilever who owns Good Humor and a million other different brands. And, you know, I said that, you know, I'm a small woman owned business in Youngstown, Ohio, you know, and I understand you're having a hundred year anniversary coming up here. And I wanted to see if you needed a vendor to design, you know, t-shirts for um, the occasion. And they said that um, no one's ever approached them with apparel um, and I explained to them how even Coca-Cola and Pepsi and all these big brands, they have um, a big presence in the apparel um, industry, not just, you know, I mean, everywhere. It's like people wear branded, you know, apparel. And they said that um, the only interest they ever had was they did one shirt with Hot Topic like five years ago. And they said that they would get back to me and they'd talk to their lawyers. And then uh, finally, you know, they they reached out and they said that um, they would give me the exclusive licensing to design a novelty clothing line for their hundred year anniversary. So I was pumped. Now, did that, did that surprise you that uh, Good Humor had not had a t-shirt created for it in the company? Yeah, I thought it was really odd. Um, you know, and, and they said that they, they, they don't really spend a lot of um, money in their marketing um, of those things, they they said that no one's ever really approached them either. But um, they were really ecstatic that I had interest in it. And um, Unilever had expressed to me that they're all about um, you know supporting you know minority businesses, you know women entrepreneurs, um, and that they would grant me this licensing um, and help me you know as much as they could without obviously funding me in any way um, to do it. And so. The process was we would design, uh, they would give us their style guides of what they used in some of their old vintage advertising. And um, we would design, um, you know, t-shirts, mocks. We would send them to uh, their marketing licensing agent. 
and they would um, make edits or, you know, give some direction. We made over a hundred different designs and then, um, you know, going through the process of weeding them out, there was about 12 that they really loved. And then once they approved those, we had to send them samples of the printed material. And then once they approved those, we were allowed to go on sale with them. Well, it sounds like there was a lot of back and forth. Were there any restrictions that they placed on you? Uh, from, I mean, from the design standpoint, it was uh, restrictions were all using their standard colors. Um, we designed this really awesome, um, you know, shirt and they were like, well, we can't use black ink because that's not part of our, you know, logo, which I understand it's their brand. Um, so the, there wasn't a lot of restrictions. They gave us a lot of really creative freedom other than the guidelines of staying within, you know, their style guides. Okay. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. Are, are you an artist? Are you a historian? What, what's um, the story? Well, I love history. Um, my, uh, you know, I built, I bought a house that was uh, built in 1882 and we're restoring it. So part of what I love is the old antiques and the different things and, you know, making them new. So, um, but I am an artist. I went to, I went to school for fine arts and interestingly enough, I thought that like computers were evil and I didn't want to learn graphic design, which I should have learned then, you know, I had to self-teach myself later. Um, but I also ran a marketing company for 20 years and did sales um, that closed because of COVID. We did sports marketing and, you know, obviously there's no sports so it was a kind of a blessing and a curse. It gave me the opportunity to go full force and create a new business venture with the Sweet Memories Vintage Tees. And, um, you know, so, yeah, I guess I'd be artist, uh, love history, love old stuff and creating things. Yeah. Now, the uh, the T-shirts for Good Humor were actually a starting point. I mean, you've done a lot of other things after that. Let's tell, tell us a little bit about some of the things you're doing now or in between Good Humor and now. Yeah, so when we first launched our, um, our t-shirt line, we did it at Akron's Children's Hospital um, last February. And um, the, the response was awesome. Um, Good Humor had sent me um, a bunch of ice cream to give away. And they were so ecstatic that there was so much interest in their brand and that I was creating these, this wave of advertising, you know, where they were founded. Um, they said, hey, you know, we know you're small and you got a lot on your plate, but would you be interested to work with Popsicle? And I'm like, hey, yeah, you know. <laughs> so um, I got the, the licensing for um, Popsicle, which encompasses Firecracker, um, Twin Pop, uh, you know, there's all, all of their brands um, under Popsicle, Creamsicle, Fudsicle. So each each one of those um, Popsicles, we did an exclusive T-shirt for a design on that. And in talking to them, I said, you know, um, they own Klondike, which is also founded in Youngstown. And a lot of people don't know that. And I said, I, you know, can I get, you know, can I work on a licensing agreement for Klondike? And they said that they don't have, um, there's a lot going on with Klondike and, you know, this wasn't a good year for that, you know, to revisit it later. Um, but they said we have a contact um, in Ohio for Dum Dum Lollipops, which was founded in Akron. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. You know, I didn't even know that Dum Dums came from Akron, Ohio. And I figured, you know, that would be great for the portfolio, especially because, you know, all of my T-shirt line gives 20% back to Akron Children's Hospital. It's, you know, all Ohio. So <clears throat> they, they got me connected with um, Spangler Candy, 
who um, owns Dum Dums. And after I told them what I was doing and they, you know, Unilever gave me this really good reference about how we, you know, are, are taking these vintage and we're bringing life to it and how much exposure that we created for them. They wanted me to do the Dum Dums line, but they were also really interested in me doing um, Neko and Sweethearts because Neko and Sweethearts, which was originally the New England um, confection company, uh, I forget what it stands for, but they're they're based out of Boston. They went bankrupt and um, Spangler bought them. And as of May of 2020, they're... um, you know, rebranding them and manufacturing them. And they're now, you know, Ohio company owns Neko and um, Sweethearts. Yeah, there was a a scare. It was a couple of years ago where they said there was going to be like a lapse of a year where Sweethearts wouldn't be made. And just so people know what Sweethearts are. I mean, everyone knows what they are, but they may not know listening. Tell us what the Sweethearts are. Those are the old, uh, they're the uh, conversation hearts on Valentine's Day, you know, so they were the original creators of those little hearts that are stamped with your favorite sayings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, uh, with with these classic candies, I mean, this is like a, it, it's a niche opportunity, but it's also a really cool thing. I mean, what, it must be really exciting doing this, even though it's a lot of work, what have, what have, what are some of the interesting things you've learned in doing this? Um, I, uh, have learned a lot about the history of where these brands come from and how they started and, um, and researching, uh, you know, we did a, we did a, a t-shirt design, um, that is for sweethearts and it's, it's just a heart says love on it. And I also had for under their, um, sweetest day. And then, um, researching Sweetest Day was founded in Cleveland in 1922, and originally it was a day to be kind, you know, to people. But it turned into another like Hallmark holiday. But um, so it, you know, just researching and, and all this history, you know, and finding out that like Popsicle was founded by an 11 year old boy in Oakland, California. You know, um, is this cool fun facts? And um, you know, we, since we since we got um, the Spangler. Um, which was the sweethearts and, you know, the dum-dums. I also, um, my contact at at, uh, Spangler said, well, hey, you know what? Um, I have clients, I have another partner that might be interested. And I'm like, what what partner is that? They're like Pez. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love Pez, you know? And what's weird is, you know, it's like all these fun things, like the first Pez convention was in um, like Euclid, Ohio, like, and people from Japan and all these people, like, so the first, you know, Pez convention was in Ohio and it's all weird stuff that like no one knows, you know, so weird stuff like that. It's crazy. Now, I think what's interesting is that because these candies are largely associated with childhood, there's like this built in love of this that really makes it probably easier to sell. Yeah, it's very nostalgic. You know, one of my favorite brands um, is Tootsie Roll. So we got that contract too. And, and Tootsie Roll encompasses Tootsie Roll, Blow Pop, Double Bubble, um, Andy's Candies, Sugar Daddy, Sugar Mama, Sugar Babies, um, Crows, which I've never had, Charleston Chew, um, and Dots, Dipping Dots, you know. So there's overall, I have about 33 um, licensing agreements with different types of, you know, sweets and ice cream. And, you know, out of those 33, um, we're only, we're 
probably 25% on um, our flighting schedule of launched and approved designs. Okay. Now, with the sports marketing business that you had being affected by COVID, you closing that, is this your your focus now is, is the production of all these nostalgic candy t-shirts? And are they yes. on t-shirts or the other things too? Um, right now, they're just on t-shirts. Um, we do have some raglans um, on there, but basically apparel. Um, so my, my full force efforts have been into our, um, screen printing and design, not just, um, for, you know, it, well, it's kind of interesting, you know, looking back and, you know, Steve Jobs says you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Um, you know, all of my background in sales and marketing for 20 years has really, um, helped evolve into this fundraiser for Akron's children's, but then I had to teach myself, um, you know, not only the graphic design, but e-commerce, setting up an Amazon store, getting trademarked and the licensing and all those different things. Um, and then now there's some other companies that have come to me that says, you know, we have a clothing brand. Um, we don't know how to market it. Uh, you know, we have 10 million followers on our podcast. Can you design a store and be our partner? And I'm like, absolutely. So, you know, there's other companies now coming to me, wanting me to help them design and distribute their brands. Um, so that's really exciting. That was a new thing that, um, you know, transpired this year um, because of, you know, what they saw that I was able to do for um, these candy brands. And then also with uh, my screen printing, uh, you know, I, I we print a lot of shirts for organizations and charities and stuff. And um, Monday we counted in 75,000 shirts um, which was 21 pallets and 952 cases. And we're making shirts that are um, stop human trafficking for an organization out in LA. So okay. um, it's, you know, it, it it's all intertwined, but um, I think it all connects the dots together that it's for a cause and it's all good. And speaking of connecting the dots, let's circle back and talk a little bit about uh, your association with Akron Children's Hospital, because you launched the Good Humor event at Akron Children's, but you're also, a portion of your proceeds go toward Akron Children's. Uh, tell us how that came about, why you're partnering, why you have partnered yeah. with them, and also uh, also what you will be doing in the future with them. Yeah, so um, I, uh, when my daughter was nine years old, she um, contracted MRSA, and um, back then um, there was no branch in Youngstown, so my husband commuted back and forth to Akron. I stayed at the hospital with her, but you know, they, they saved her life. It got in her bloodstream. She had a pick in her heart. She was there for two weeks. So um, I can't say um, enough things about, they saved her life. So when, when I got into, you know, this contract and I'm like, I have zero marketing budget to, you know, and then I was thinking, I'm like ice cream kids. I'm like, you know what, let's connect it with kids, you know, cause I remember, you know, eating ice cream and the memories of kids. And I'm like, it'd be so great to give back to someone that gave my daughter to me, you know? So I contacted um, Akron's Children's Foundation and I, you know, told them what I had going on and they didn't know the history of good humor either. And they were like, wow, that's awesome. And, you know, so originally, you know, we we're just going to do the good humor line. And as I started to continue to get more and more brands, I said, you know what, like, I want to have my whole Sweet Memories line go back to Akron's children. So, um, and I picked the NICU clinic specifically um, because I think that um, babies are adorable and there isn't a lot of, um, you know, they're just so helpless and they're born into this world 
Um, some of them are born on drugs, you know, some of them are born with, you know, all these, you know, preemies. And I, you know, wanted to give back to the babies, you know, cause that's something that, you know, life is precious. So, um, I thought that was a really good, um, department to give that money to. Um, and last year we raised, um, over $3,000, uh, for them. I have a, um, check presentation next Monday there that I'm um, going to be at the hospital to do the, the whole year thing. But, you know, my goal was to raise, um, $40,000 for them. Um, when I went on the tour of the hospital there, they, you know, they took me to this NICU clinic and you had these little baby infant beds and each bed cost, um, 40 grand. So I was like, well, if I can sell 8,000 t-shirts, that's one bed you know, and I thought that was kind of a good breakdown for me as a goal. Definitely. Yeah, that's a, it's a good goal. Uh, you know, and it also, I mean, you have your, your business goal and you have the, uh, the fundraising goal and that's, that's admirable that you're doing that. Uh, just so people know, I mean, you're a local business owner. Mm-hmm. Where are you located and, and uh, how long have you been in business? Well, my screen printing company has been in business uh, for 10 years. My T-shirt line as a Sweet Memories has only been, um, it's going to be a year um, this year. Um, I currently, um, you know, we have a very, very humble shop. It's, you know, just a little warehouse. There's only, we only have four employees, um, but we can pump out a lot. You know, I'm originally from New Jersey, so I have a very, you know, East Coast, uh, you know, New York minute mentality about how I run my business. And um, I'm going to be, um, I just got uh, the registration. We're, we're going to be at um, all of the Youngstown flea markets, um, you know, for the season this year, which is really great. And Derek has done so much for the community. I love to be part of, you know, all of that, too. Um, and then my t-shirt line, some of them are at, um, the giant Eagle on Belmont. Um, the Graf family is phenomenal. I can't say how much I appreciate them. Um, they were the first, um, retailer to be on board with what I was doing. And, you know, they love to give back to Akron's and the hospital and, and, you know, support local business. So, you know, right now, um, the majority of our sales are done e-commerce. Mm-hmm. Um, but our, our best sales are, are obviously, you know, in, um, at the flea markets and, you know, the face-to-face kind of interaction. But I am looking for um, some other small businesses, boutiques that, you know, I can put some stuff in there um, just to create more awareness as well because um, I don't have a national exposure yet other than the internet. Well, if you mentioned e-commerce, if, if people, they can find you locally at the places you mentioned, but what about online? How do people find you? Well, we have our sweetvintagetees.com, which is our Shopify commerce. Um, we're on Amazon as well. Um, you know, so that, you know, if you if you search on there, you can find me there too. Um, we do have stuff on Etsy and eBay as well. So we're on almost every channel that's out there. I would say that um, our, our Shopify store has been the most um, successful because it's organic. So I know that a lot of people that have uh, purchased stuff from us before, you know, they, they go back and, you know, a lot of repeats and, you know, we have some influencers that, you know, had got some t-shirts um, and they post on, you know, Instagram and things, and it's all directed towards our, our website. Okay. Now, when you say influencers are because of these, some of these products being very old, are the influencers tend to be young people or are they, or, or how, I, how does that work out? 
You know, I think that there is a lot of old souls out there. You know, I think that there's a lot of the younger generation that, you know, they like the old vintage styles. And, you know, um, it's funny, we have, uh, we created this shirt for for Pez and it was one of the the old vintage, um, the girls, they look like they're travel agents, but I, you know, we would call them pinups, you know, and, and uh, we have this one shirt that, you know, it says, uh, take two Pez and call me in the morning. And it's got this vintage, you know, um, pinup girl on it, you know, and that's, that sells online and it's, it's all young people that are buying them. You know, um, we do have a lot of loyalists, um, that are, you know, 50, 60, 70 years old that, you know, they remember when the ice cream trucks would come around and the little jingle, you know, so there's a lot of, um, you know, people that they call as well. And they say, um, I can't, work the internet. Can I come down and shop? And I'm like, sure, you know, um, and, and they just want to walk in and, you know, they can, we have a, a we, our warehouse is set up that people can come in and shop at our, at a location too. So we, we've had a lot of walk-ins actually, you uh, know, because, you know, okay. so it ranges, but online e-commerce and the Instagram obviously is going to be the younger, the younger generation. Okay, Linda. Well, thanks for spending the time with us. It was really interesting and best of luck to you. It sounds like not only do you have a lot going on, but it sounds like you probably will continue to have new things coming in the future. Yep. Uh, there's definitely a lot in the pipeline. Um, I know that there's been a couple companies that reached out to me that we're just not ready to take them on yet. Um, I know that, you know, some of the, 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 things that are more modern. I'm not ready to dive into that yet, you know, but um, there's a lot of interesting things that we're growing, but you know, what, what I love um, most about what I'm doing is that it's all about the community. It's giving back to the community. It's all stuff that it's, you know, everybody can relate to it, you know, so. Great. Well, thank you, Linda. I appreciate well, your time. Yeah. Thank you again, Mark, for inviting me on, you know, and sharing my passion for history. Okay. Bye. Metro 30 is produced in collaboration with the Youngstown Radio Reading Service. Visit metromonthly.net for news, features, and the Valley's most complete calendar of events. And be sure to subscribe to the Metro 30 podcast.